Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome back to another episode here on Life with Lou podcast. We are here to talk about all things mindset, fitness, mental health, skydiving, personal growth, chasing your dream reality and learning how to step outside your comfort zone. Some raw and honest real chats with myself, like-minded human beings and good friends providing good vibes to so come along this journey with me and let's see where we end up. Hello and welcome back. Sorry, it has been a hot minute since one of these have come out. Life has just kind of got on the way and adjusting to my new work routine and whatnot, but we're back and here with my brother, Nick. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, not bad. How are you? Yeah, good. Good, good, good. Very exciting having you on. And as you know, three things of gratitude before we get started what are three things you were grateful for today bro um my job the weather and training yeah nice bro yeah and three (laughs) things i'm grateful for is yeah this weather is purling at the moment getting back in to the gym and having a mad feed of oats before so nick for people who don't know you oh by the way everyone this is my brother um yeah, yep. Nick, but for those who don't know you, what are you up to at the moment? Um, well, hello, my name's Nick Scarborough. I'm Lucy's little brother. I'm 19, based out of Auckland, New Zealand. I'm studying property at Auckland Uni, and then I work at Les Mills as a receptionist and a group fitness instructor. Um, all right, now, for those of, well, like who don't know you, Nick, you used to be quite lanky a few years ago, and obviously now you're full mode into the gym, you've gained quite a bit of size, all about that gym life, but how did you even get into the gym and what was your motivator as well for getting into the gym? Yeah, so I started working out probably like three years ago, because I was like... when you were 16? Um, yeah, yeah, well, probably earlier than that, because with the rough footy and everything, but I then got to a point, like, I shot up to 6'2 quite young, when I was like maybe 13, 14, so I was always quite a skinny guy, like struggled to put on weight. And it got to a point where I was just like, oh, I know there's a way I can fix this, so may as well get into it. So I think when I was like 16, I started going to the gym maybe four or five times a week. I'd seen two of my mates, um, Sam and Dom, who had done the same thing and they'd gotten pretty big, so I was like, why not give it a go? So yeah. And did you have any goals when you started at the gym or like, what what style of training were you doing when you first started? Um, I think it's a basic training that everyone else does when they first go to the gym. Like, um, I'd, well, I wasn't educated enough to really know what I was doing. I was just more going to the gym because it was a cool thing to do and, you know, try to put on a bit of weight. But I think now, a couple of years later, with a bit more education behind me, I kind of have a bit more to know about the science about what I'm doing. And what do you think was, like, your motivator for getting into the gym? I know you were saying it was put on size, but was that, were you trying to meet, like, a certain body image? Were you just trying to gain size? Like, what, what? Like um, keep it down. What do you I think I think at the start I was trying to play rugby to a reasonable level, which unfortunately never <laughs> quite got there. But um, I was trying to get a bit bigger for footy because I was quite a skinny guy. And then on top of that, I was just like a bit more body confidence. I wasn't too confident in the way I looked. I didn't really like the way I looked. So it was like get in the gym and change it. Yeah, nice. 
And the other day, this is maybe last week, I put on my story of you leg pressing about 500 kgs and I genuinely walked past and like my jaw was dropped and I was like, what the fuck? Like how the hell does someone lift that much weight? How did you even work your way up to lifting that much weight and what kind of style of training do you do or what got you there? Because honestly, that was a mega amount of weight and I even had guys replying to my story being like, how was he doing that? Like, how? Yeah, there's a, there's a few sectors you can kind of break that down into. Um, the first thing is the training itself and then the second of all is like the diet and like the amount of training that I've been doing and what type of style that I'm doing. So maybe if we break it down and go through each section one yeah, by one say, and then break it down so break that down a little bit for people who just have no idea about this. yeah so so i'll try to explain it in like a broad sense so that it makes sense to people that aren't interested in training or don't like training and then people who do know what we're talking about so i guess in the training scheme of things um there's a way of training called hypertrophy which is you tear your muscle it grows back bigger and it gets torn through stress and then through a little process called protein synthesis grows back a little bit bigger and there's also strength training so when I was younger, my main goal was to try gain as much muscle as I could. And then it got to a point where I wasn't getting stronger and I plateaued in terms of gaining size and gaining strength. And then it was about two years ago that I got into strength training. So the main difference between strength training and training for hypertrophy is that your rep range is lower, your intensity is probably, it's higher in a different way. So you're lifting more weight for less reps, putting your body under more stress. So I think, that's what really got me interested in trying to hit PBs every week or every second week, like lifting heavier, progressive overload, is what really got me interested and what really got me hooked into my training. So at the moment, I'm training maybe five times a week through progressive overload, so every second week I'm lifting weight that I have never lifted before, just trying to get stronger and stronger. And then it's kind of pushing the boundaries because I don't know what I'm capable of and don't know, and for someone like me who's a bit taller, limbs are quite long, it is a bit harder to move weight in comparison to someone that maybe is a bit shorter because I'm not really that mobile. Yeah, so for someone that's not as mobile, so like, for me, what really got me hooked was getting stronger in the three main lifts, which is your deadlift, bench, and squat. So compound movements. Yeah, so yeah. a compound movement. So those are the three that I focus on week in and week out, which is through a push-pull legs split. Um, I really liked, I really liked lifting heavy just because like it was quite... Did you find it rewarding, like, every time you hit a new PV? Yeah, like, yeah, like so, like, it's quite, so the good thing with strength training, that kind of stuff, it's very quantitative, like, it's very easy to reflect your performance on yourself. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, so, like, it was very easy for me to measure with what I was doing, whether it was working or not. So, when I first started training with lack of education, not really know what I was doing, I was, you know, doing the classic, like, 60 kg bench press for three sets, then move on to another exercise. But I think now, especially with myself, is, like, I really love volume, so like doing a lot more sets and reps than what is probably expected or required. So I kind of looked at it in the way that like your standard person, say X, is doing three sets, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I don't really want to be the average Joe. I kind of want to push it and see how far I can go. So instead of doing three sets on a bench press, I'll do 10 sets, five will consider of working rate, and then five will consider of AMRAP, so I'll go to a failure and my rest time will be a lot longer. So that's the key thing in terms of what my training's different and maybe how I approach it differently to other people is that my volumes and the amount of sets that I do will probably, some people would consider unnecessary, but it's what I like to do and that's how what I enjoy. That's clearly working for you as well. Yeah, it's, it's working for me an extent. So 
I am getting stronger. And like for your average person, you, I would say I'm getting stronger. But then you've also got to look at it in the lens like I am training every day. I do want to take it somewhere. So I've got to look at myself as a little bit of an athlete to an extent. As you said, three years ago, you didn't know much. You were just doing what you thought people did at the gym. Yeah. How did you educate yourself? How did you learn about styles of training? Like what, what sources did you look for? Did people mentor you, get a PT? Or how did you study that? Yeah, so at the start, it was your basic YouTube and your basic bro split, bro split like doing arms and chest oh, most days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, doing arms and chest most days wasn't really anything too exciting. I was just trying to grow my arms. Yeah, just trying to, like, you know, the physical stuff that you can't, like, you see straight away. So, like, chest, arms. I didn't care about my legs, didn't care about my back. And then it got to a point when I was like, what am I doing? So I started YouTube's a mean tool, eh? Like, YouTube. YouTube's unreal. So I'd just, I'd watch people like Zach Perna, who, would, like, explain his style of training, then also explain new exercises and how those work. Same with um, Steve Cook. Those are two main guys that I oh, usually yeah. watch. I like Steve Cook. Yeah, so... It was more like watching videos and then doing my own research and then reading articles about the science of training and how that all works is kind of where my education's come from so far. And then also like moving towards studying to be a PT and stuff like that, which I'll do this summer so that my words actually have some validation because I feel like without a certificate you can say stuff, but then it also lands a lot more when I have that qualification there. So I'm excited to get that underway. Yeah, no, definitely. That's, yeah, there's so much on YouTube, hey? Like, yeah. you could literally teach yourself anything. Yeah, like teaching myself how to squat. I learned to squat from YouTube. The mindset in regards to strength training, I learned from YouTube. That's probably something you could dive into a little bit more. Mindset? Well. Yeah. Yeah, dive in then. So, I guess, like, when when I'm under the bar, lift, trying to lift the heaviest I've ever lifted, there's a, like, there's a method I use in order to control aggression that allows me to lift the bar, which I feel like I've learnt over time that maybe some people haven't quite learnt or don't understand that helps in your training. So if I'm going for a going for a max and a squat or a bench, I'll take three three sharp breaths in. Oh yeah, I heard you do this the other day. <laughs> yeah. So we do, like, what is he doing? We do three of them and then I've learnt I've learnt over time because no longer playing rugby to be able to kind of bottle up aggression and use it when I need to. So I'll run thoughts through my head XYZ and it kind of turns into a fight or flight exercise. So when I'm going for a one rep, come on, let's just what you're Yeah, sorry guys. Yeah. <laughs> so when it, when it gets to like a squat, I'm kind of shitting myself because I know that I'll either get potentially get injured or it won't go up. But it's kind of like, fuck the bar. It's going to go up. Nothing else is going to stop you apart from you. So it's like, I'll run through my thought process in my head and it'll be different for everyone, but I've got my three things that I think about that pipe me up and fire me up and let the bar go down and then when you're at the bottom just go <laughs> like it's um yeah it's a definitely a controlled thing that you definitely learn and through time you learn how to control your body and your mind muscle connection is something you definitely learn over time that is so interesting I want to yeah. ask what your three things are but we probably won't dive into that right now oh no they're pretty they're pretty basic but like yeah go on then what, so, are they? what so, three things pipe yeah, you up so, so, what gets that bar up no? <laughs> what gets that bar up <laughs> So the three, like, so obviously the three deep breaths is just a, it's like a, what do athletes call that thing? Like premonition, is that what they call it? Oh, it's just, it's just routine. Yeah, routine. So those know, things, those things, those things, those, that, those three breaths get me in a zone. Yeah. Like my breath held in, I just. Flow state. Yeah, flow state, exactly. 
Um, and then I've basically focused in on my demons that I have within myself. Like the main one is like, no one else is gonna help you get that bar up but you. Like you're the only one that's responsible for getting the weight up. So I'd say, and like a lot of it's proving people wrong. Like that's a massive one. Like no so one's- So first demons yourself, like proving yourself wrong. Yeah. Second one is proving to others, kind yeah. of. Yeah, so like, I mean, prove myself. That's why I do like yeah. strength training is my favorite type of training because you're hitting new levels every week or every second week. Which I know isn't really a sustainable cycle. At one point, it won't be sustainable any longer. But right now, with my age and growing, it's sustainable for me right now. And the weights that I'm lifting, they are heavy, but they're not ridiculous. What's that third demon? Or it's um, not anything in particular? It's just not. Oh, usually just on the day. Like I was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whatever fires you up on the day. Yeah, yeah. Like there'll be some like. It's, I struggled with it a long time because stuff like I don't know things were really going wrong. I had everything wrong in my life. For, like few months so I struggled to actually like hit PBs every now and then but need shit to go wrong yeah oh, exactly yeah need shit to go wrong to fire me up yeah 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 another thing is um on the topic of this diet versus training yeah so you I eat a lot of food yeah so okay so I'll go back so when I first started training I wasn't having too much success I definitely plateaued because I didn't understand how much food I necessarily needed so it's a pretty big topic and a pretty big thing to break down. But so, Just do the yeah, simply so like the calories that I was putting into my body were not substantial enough for me to grow, put on weight, and then therefore increase my strength. So I'd say last year was the first, or I've got to say like learning about calorie counting and stuff like that, I learned it through you and Gemma. Conscious about, we've been, we've been a pretty healthy family for a couple of years. I'd say it started around about when we, we used to own Minty B. Yeah. is when I started to be conscious of what I was eating and trying to eat healthier and stuff like that because I ate pretty shit as a kid, to For be honest. For those of you that don't know Minty B, I don't know if you remember, but we used to have, like, it was a vegan ice cream truck, so maybe, like, four years ago. Yeah. So, started being aware of healthy foods. Yeah, so, like, starting to be aware of what foods were more beneficial and stuff like that and having more of a conscious effort towards what I was eating. And then now it's, like... So I, I, I picked up a calorie counter app. It's called My Net Diary. And I was just like, how does this work? what does this mean, what am I doing, what does the food I'm doing a day look like, how much is it? So I spent the first, I don't know, probably two months, I'm, like, I'll make this clear at the start, I'm not a fan of calorie counting, I don't think it's necessary, but I think it's a great place to get an idea and an understanding of how much you're eating and what certain foods and the macronutrients that they have inside of them. I was going to say macronutrients, hey, yeah. understanding that. Yeah, so I'm, okay, so like to put into context, I'm... Six foot three, back then I was about 80 kilos and I would burn probably 3,000 calories a day. When I first put into my MyNet diary about my average daily, it was operating at about 2,500, which for those of you who don't know is called a calorie surplus. Sorry, a deficit, deficit, not a surplus, deficit. deficit. I was definitely in deficit. So I was in a 500 calorie deficit towards hitting my maintenance and I think I wasn't putting on weight, didn't know why. Did a bit of research and I was like, okay, well, first off, I need to get my calorie intake up to 3,000 calories. And that was the first thing I worried about. I didn't care about macronutrients or anything. I didn't really understand them either at that point in time or how that could benefit or not benefit my training. So I was sitting at 3,000 calories and I was starting to put on weight slowly over time, slowly adding weight. And then last year was my first year of doing competitions for weightlifting and then getting into that. And then that was the first year that I really focused on macronutrients and how adjusting them would play a role and how it would make my body look. 
like reducing my carbohydrates, how would that change my energy levels? Reducing my fats, how would that make my body look in comparison to how it looked before? Yeah, damn. And I know you've done a few um, bulking periods where yeah. you've eaten. Oh like yeah, so yeah, so <laughs> when I was going to school, I, and when I was rowing and playing rugby, I was sitting at three thousand eight hundred a day, which is quite a lot. I sit at more than that now, but for someone that was eighty two kilos, that How was. How much a, do you weigh now? I weigh 91 now. So, and for the context, I started my, oh, not transformation, but journey of training at 70 kilos at the same height, and I've put on 21 kilos over the last two years. You're dead, and that's some solid size. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm still not finished yet. It'll still happen with age. No, you're only going. 19. Yeah, exactly. So Still young. Journey's so, still just getting started. Yeah, so we'll keep it going, and who knows where we'll end up. All right, so on the topic of diet, yeah. do you take any supplements, and if so, what do you take? Um, I've played around with a few supplements, but at the moment it just consists of creatine and whey protein. And why are you taking both of those? So whey protein for obvious reasons, just to get the protein intake a bit higher. Um, and then creatine is just more energy for this, more energy for my body and helps me with my training. And have you found benefits from taking both of those? Yeah. So whey protein, I think anyone that takes whey will probably notice the benefits. Um, and then creatine, um, it works for some people, it doesn't work for others. So for me, the main thing has been un- when I'm fatigued in my training, I can give it more energy just because the ATP, the concentration is higher. Yeah, fair. And if someone was starting out, would you recommend they hop on those supplements? Because everyone, um, you always see it marketed so much. Yeah. Would you or yeah, so is protein, it necessary? Protein sweet. I mean, there's nothing to worry about protein. I mean, creatine, there's a bit of evidence to suggest that it's not ideal for you if you're taking over five grams a day, but that's fully up to you. Um, I would recommend it to work for me and give it a go because it does not work for some people. Yeah, fair. What benefits have you seen from the creatine? Um, so just to explain it quickly, so when you're training, your muscles get ATP, which is the energy which is the energy it uses to like basically move weight. So in short terms, creatine allows for a higher concentration of ATP in the cells. So when I used to fatig- like get tired, especially in strength training, when I couldn't do one more rep, creatine really helped me be able to do just push myself a little bit further so i mean i mean mum and dad still give me shit for taking it and call me not natural and all that bullshit but i need there um, it's an uneducated answer i guess but um it's just a major thing in the amount of effort you'll be able to provide yourself and you can kind of set new standards but i would definitely recommend it and now i know there are a few different types of creatine out there yeah mono versus i don't even know what the other ones are yeah there's creatine hcl oh, yeah, yeah. so um mono is fine just take mono um, what do yeah. you take at the moment, Yeah, Yep, I mean, it comes with a bit of bloating, but it's, the benefits are definitely definitely worth it. And then also when you're taking it, make sure your water intake's up. You'll get dehydrated real quick. Like I still sometimes underestimate how much water I do need to drink. So yeah, I'd say recommend getting high, lots of mineral water. In. So you're just taking whey and creatine at the moment? Yep. And yep. what... I know you've taken pea protein before. Is there a preference? Is there a reason you take whey now um, again at the moment? What's I went off whey protein just because I was having no dairy for quite a while. And then just through reintroducing dairy into my diet, I know whey protein is the fastest absorbing. So it was just like post-workout whey protein shake. I know it just it absorbs the fastest out of all of them. And other, yeah, so no other supplements? Um, Have you taken other ones before? I've taken, yeah, I've taken a fair few. L-carnitine, which is a thermogenic fat burner which I, for me didn't work because it made me feel sick. But for some people, like, you, I mean, you don't really need it. It's still in some protein powder for some people. So that just means your body's work, I mean, in simple terms, your 
heart rate's a little bit higher, so you're burning calories. I mean, that's really the simple thing of it. But I, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Oh, sorry, not that I wouldn't recommend it for myself. I wouldn't take it anymore. Yeah, okay. And, and yeah. I know this is one, I know you've been offered steroids in a gym. Yeah. Like, multiple times. Yeah. What are your thoughts on these? So I had one of my mates, um, Sam, a week ago, asked me if I was on steroids, um, which I promptly returned to no. Um, yeah, so for me right now, I mean, I've been growing up in a culture where steroids have been pretty frowned upon and it's something I wasn't interested in taking. And then obviously looking into the gym and like realizing, I think working at Les Mills really opened my doors to how many people actually take it, but I wasn't aware of. Then the amount of people that actually look natural and take them is actually ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's nuts, it's a joke. So, I mean, I was I was pretty strongly against it in my now, and I'm still probably pretty strongly against it, but when I plateau, when I'm maybe 23, 24, if that's when I do plateau, who knows? But it's definitely not something I'm interested in taking now and hopefully won't take later. No, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> you I have mean, so much money. Oh, 100%. So, yeah, I mean, like, who knows what my motivators will be in four or five years, but right now it's definitely a strict no, and I'm really enjoying pushing to see how far my body can go naturally. Yeah, I rate that. Rate that from you. And would, for people getting into the gym, would you recommend supplements? Yep. Them? Yeah. You yeah, would. so, like, I mean, protein is the highest macronutrient to burn. To high, no, no, so it's the, it's, the, it's the hardest protein. It's the hardest macronutrient for your body to break down. So when you're stag- when you're stagnant and do- not doing anything, if you have a high protein intake, you're naturally burning calories in order to absorb the yeah, food. The thermogenic effect of food or something. To some extent, yeah. But um, yeah, I would just recommend getting into a high protein diet, and then through that, through a high protein diet, look at reducing your carbs and fats potentially if you're ridiculously high like they were for me, and just go from there. So over the next five years, yeah. like with yourself, obviously you're 19, you're still so young. Yeah. What do you see yourself doing over the next five years or what, what are some current goals you've got going on? Yeah, well, I mean, previous before working at Liz, the goal was just to go do my property degree, then go sell commercial real estate. But I think now that the door's opened in the fitness industry a little bit more and realising that I can could or could potentially have a bit more impact there, I think I'm... Excited to push it, but I am weary that I don't like me myself. I don't really like the stigma that's associated with guys in the fitness industry. What is that stigma you think that's associated with it? Well, the, or even just the stigma of growth, like what you need to do in order to be a bigger, I don't know, presence with it. Bigger presence. So, like, like explain because I'm not really following. Yeah. So, how what I mean is like, so for me right now, I don't have a massive social media following, but there's things that I could do and ways that I could do them in order for that to grow. And I'm not a big fan of what those are and what the general stereotype in regards to what that is. Yeah, okay. So like, for, I, I guess I mean the more like, like I video myself sometimes in the gym for form reasons, but I hate filming myself in the gym. I feel like such a dick. Yeah. 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 Like I don't, I like, I love my training. I do it more for myself. Than for others. Yeah, and like I don't, I love sharing what I like getting to a point now and sharing what I can do and what my body's capable of doing but I I seriously don't like filming myself in the gym and I'm aware that if I want to grow that presence that that's something I need to do yeah 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 no fair enough I understand that so what are your thoughts on men's mental health and men's body image and stuff like I know obviously you would have experienced quite a bit of stuff regarding that coming from such a lanky younger yeah. tall guy to the size you are now like yeah just run me through that a little bit 
Yeah, I think it's one of the key motivators that gets quite a few guys started. You know, it's a more common theme I see across my mates and people that want to get into the gym. Or like, people will see me now compared to what I was a year ago and be like, oh, what have you been doing? How have you done it? So it's more Yeah, literally, everyone's like, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not nearly where I want to be, so it's a, it's a still a continuing process. But yeah, it's more, the, it's more the general stereotype of people wanting to get into the gym just to grow a bit of size and grow a bit of confidence kind of thing. And do you think there is a problem around men's men's body image and stuff? Or I don't think there's an issue. I just think, for me, when I first looked at it, I was looking at people that had been training for five, ten years, and, and like, and then potentially not natural as well, and then expect like trying to comprehend that I wanted to look like that, but I couldn't. So yeah, 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 I totally get that. And like through age, it's definitely been a thing where understanding that every like your genetic makeup is something you can't control and like for us like no one in our family's really done trying to build muscle or be strength the strength or anything like that so like i have no clue what i could potentially end up looking like so that's kind of partly what i like about it as well is that every every month or every few weeks i know i'm the fittest version of myself yeah that's really cool yeah so like i think that's the cool thing and that's the thing i fell in love with and the thing that also it's an issue for people my age as well because i'm in the age of where People enjoy drinking, smoking weed, going out to town, where I, it's been a real weird thing for me to comprehend that I just really enjoy the process of training and eating more than I do being hungover and not being able to train. I'm the same. Yeah, so I think that's, that's one unique thing that maybe drives me a little bit further or assists me in comparison to people similar to my age. It's just, I, once you fall in love with the process of training and growing, even as a person, not even in the gym, but just growing and pushing yourself and then eating clean as well, I think once you enjoy that, it's a pretty hard thing to crack and to throw away. Yeah. And say there's other guys out there who are 16, lanky, no idea what they're doing in the gym. How would you suggest them getting into the gym or like gaining some size? What What would you recommend or what did you wish you knew when you were 16? Um, okay, so if, if I was 16 saying to myself, I would say I was pretty lucky in the fact that we had a few trainers at school, St. Kent's, who... Um, were pretty unreal and had pretty unreal facilities out there so I had pretty good guidance from the start but I mean for someone that's starting my age I'd say don't look at calorie counting don't worry about any of that shit just start focusing on eating a bit more and then even for people my age I mean there's a bit of research to say that weight training isn't really beneficial for kids at 16 to 18 but it is something that everyone just gets into so I'd say consistency don't train too hard your body won't be used to your muscles tearing and stuff like that like there's a lot of adjustments that come in to play even coming back out of COVID took me about two months to get back into my normal training so yeah I would say just get into the gym focus on compound movements rather than accessory work like build the big muscle groups and the small stuff will come in there, like come in the end yeah cool and YouTube recommend that yeah yeah <laughs> get like, on the YouTube I mean you can even be at the gym and like not know how to leg press and search it up and then just give it a go like one thing that definitely takes time is learning how muscle mind connection works and like isolating your muscle groups through thought when you're training like if I'm training legs I'll be thinking about the connection between my quads and hamstrings and then when I'm training chest I'm feeling like the connection in my chest same with back mm. yeah that's definitely a thing that takes time and understand like one thing that also that people you know won't really get is that it also takes time to understand that connection but it also it takes time to learn what training feels like and like learning your limits and stuff like that. So I'd say to the 16-year-old kid, get in the gym, take your mates, go in there, 
and then just learn because like you learn so much from yourself even because everyone's different you learn so much about yourself yeah definitely now any last things you want to touch on bro regarding training food um tricky 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 um it's such a like you could talk about it for hours you could break every subject down for hours um i don't know i'd say like everyone's different you know um different people progress at different rates and times so don't put pressure on yourself yeah the main thing like main thing i've learned is like don't compare like my two mates that i trained with were shitload stronger than me when we first started training and then now that i've kept my consistency up i can happily say that you play on their level or play above them so yeah and it's definitely like it's a tricky thing because like when you when you push new boundaries you set new standards and it's kind of a thing that doesn't stop so you get to happy when you like level when you're happy yeah so i'd just say keep going grind and for anyone that's wanting to get in touch with you or wanting to find you, where can they find you? Or get so in touch with you? my Instagram, Nick Scarborough, pretty similar to Lucy Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, I teach classes at Les. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. If you're a Les member, or if, even if you're not, come in and check out his grit classes. Yeah, I'll come give you a free grit class. You're lucky, can't. No. <laughs> come in MPB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so when, when's, when's, when are your class times? Yes, I get there. Sorry. Um, so about grit. Strength is on Wednesday morning with Sav. Grit Athletic before her. So 5.45, Grit Athletic from next week. 6 o'clock or 6.30, I'm not sure. I have to double check. 6.30, I think. Grit, you should know yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 6.30, Grit Strength with Sav EP on a Wednesday morning. Then Thursday afternoon. Oh, Thursday night at 6, 6 o'clock with Bex Nolly. That's not too good. And then hopefully going into ceremony and stuff like that further on. Yeah, so come check out one of his classes yeah and yeah thanks bro also exciting we're moving into a house together in two weeks yeah it'll be good it'll be good it'll be interesting to do this podcast now and see in a few years where it's at so yeah it'll be cool we'll do another one in a few months see where you're at yeah fuck who knows who knows mate all right well hope you all have a fabulous week fabulous day thanks for coming on bro anyone who's interested in anything he's had to say yeah just just flick me a message i'm pretty open yeah won't put my mobile number here, but you can flick me a oh, DM. Oh, come on, all the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're getting too many DMs. Anyways, um, you know, thank you guys, and we'll see you next time. It's been good to get back here. See ya. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.